Hey, one fans, Andy here. We're going to Cisco Live, and we can't wait to see you there. If we see you wearing an A1 or Cables to Cloud shirt at Cisco Live, we'll enter you in our giveaway that includes a bunch of cool prizes like an A1 branded Yeti cup and an OCG of your choice from our friends at Cisco Press. Don't have a shirt? No problem. Head to the link in our bio and grab yours today. See you soon. This is the Art of Network Engineering podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring you information to expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. Welcome to the Art of Network Engineering, and maybe I should say welcome to the Art of Cable Guy Engineering, because this evening, or this morning, if you're listening bright and early, it's just myself and you, the friend you never knew you had, Andy Laptef. Hello, Andy. Hello, Aaron. <laughs> so here's what happened. Uh, no one really shares in our. Uh, I don't know how do you how do you put this like in our in our uh, disdain or has mixed feelings about or uh, how would you put that? So like about being a cable cause it's guy. A good, yeah, because it's like it's oh, a good I'm, and a bad thing. I'm, I'm salty. I'm salty. <laughs> I'm, I'm salty. Okay. I mean, if you get me, started. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Okay, so good. We've got two sides of the fence here. Uh, we thought it would be very beneficial to explain to everyone out there because I think this is, you always see the tip of the iceberg, right? We're like two guys talking about being network engineers. Uh, I'm not special. Uh, so if you thought that for whatever crazy reason, uh, please let that thought exit your mind immediately. Uh, Andy, I'll speak for him. Uh, he's not special either. <laughs> In fact, we I have a very... <laughs> I, okay, well, I think you're special. Um, but... We have a very similar path because uh, we were both cable guys at one point, which I, I don't think it's a typical route. And the reason why I say that is because I know the people that I worked with at the time and I, I like I know where they kind of ended up. And and to be honest with you, most of them didn't really last in the job for more than six months to a year. Right. Would you say that's like a typical thing? Uh you know, believe it or not, where I was working, there's people there a really long time and they're still there. Okay, so so that's the opposite. So yeah. I will say that there are what I call lifers there and, right. and talking about... Dude, I worked with a guy. This is going to be the craziest thing you've ever heard. I worked with a guy. He'd been there since before I was born, okay? So he's already been working on cable longer than I've been alive. His initials were TV. <laughs> Come on. That's awesome. He <laughs> like, was born to be a like, cable guy. He was, bo- he was born to be a cable guy. But... If you think about where he started in his career and how it progressed, like we weren't doing VoIP, internet, digital cable. Like he was doing 50 amp cascades, you know, uh, and chasing down, you know, channel five. Right. I'm not going to bore anybody with that kind Nothing. of garbage thing. Yeah. But the, the, the point I think that, that we want to kind of bring to light, I guess, is the best way to put it is, uh, look, it depends on who you are as to how you deal with the situation. I personally thought it was great. Andy did not, but the one thing we could both agree on, I think, is that it did get us to where we are now, in spite of all of those things, right? And I, I want to, I'm hammering this because I know there's not a lot of cable folks out there, and in fact, there's been some cable folks that have reached out to Andy and I directly in regards to this because you know they felt the same too, and they probably felt like they were alone as well. But it's strange we beat up the help desk so much because that's the entry level position, but I'm here to tell you, Jack, 
there's other ways to do it. And I will say this, the most beneficial thing that I got from working as a cable guy, as crappy as it was, you know, you're running wires and doing all these things is I got layer one experience that, and I had a little bit before that, like I was the guy that just put connectors on cat five. That was just my job. Right. And then I moved up to fiber. Ooh, but like, I have all these different, like hands-on physical experiences. Now, <laughs> most of them may or may not have been when it's like between zero and 10 degrees outside <laughs> while I'm learning all these experiences. Okay. Uh, you know, it comes with the territory, right? Or but in the in rain no paint, or 30 feet or in, the rain. in the rain on a pole, trying not to get electrocuted, putting a fitting but, on. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. And it's the cold and your hands are like bumping into it. So I, I gotta, I gotta wonder like what possessed you to apply at the cable company? Um, so this is a good episode because it'll be a piggyback off of the, the one dirty that, jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and the crux yeah, yeah. of that was really, Hey, here's all the jobs we had. And it kind of got yep. us to where we are. So, um, I worked as a frame attendant for Verizon, just running lines for circuits. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. So yeah, th yep. that was kind of like my first technical job, but it was a temp job. It was a summer hire and it, it turned in like a year's worth of work, but at the end they, they couldn't keep me cause it was a temp job. So, um, I, a few months before I knew that was ending, I, I'm like, well, we're, you know, I wanted to work for Verizon because they paid their people better than Comcast. Of and course. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't get, you know, they weren't hiring at the time, union stuff, whatever was happening. So I, I applied right. to Comcast. I'm like, you know what? I like this work. It was my, kind of my first foray into it. Like, all right, this is cool. And I think I can blah, blah, blah. Um, but Comcast took a long time to, to get back to me. So I was actually cleaning grease traps and unclogging clogged urinals at restaurants before, before Comcast called me as I was waiting to hear them. So it was a step up. You know, when I say I'm salty and I want to talk trash, I mean, I'm, I'm half jokingly saying that, but right, I, right. I, I needed a job. I really loved what I learned in tech and Verizon. So to be able to work at a company as big as Comcast and the fact that they were going to teach me, I mean, you know, we spent yeah. months in class full-time five days a week being taught and paid. Like, yeah, in the field, insane. out of field, in the field, learning, out of the field, in the field, shadowing, going on your own, I've disconnects. I've never had a job just, like that or a company invest in me like that. So, nope. yeah, so, but that's why I applied because I, I like tech and Verizon wouldn't hire me on full time and, and Comcast was hiring, you know, so how about you? Why did so you, the, uh, why did you apply? Dude, you, everybody's going to think I'm bananas, but <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to work at the cable company since I was 18 years old. Okay. Okay. So I graduated high school in uh, the year 2000. Cue the little Conan O'Brien. In the year 2000. Uh, yeah, gosh. Are we going to get in trouble? If me just, if me, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Copyright. He doesn't. <laughs> I would love if, to have Conan made at us. That'd be cool, actually. So, me too. But yeah. I also just like dated both of us by doing that. So, but, but anyway, so I graduated high school and uh, this is the craziest thing too. It's like my dad bought a cable modem. I can't figure out why. Cause he's not like a technologically advanced type of dude. Like, let me just tell y'all, I got to call this guy to, to help him with the DVR to this day. <laughs> like I was FaceTiming with the dude and he was on mute for like 10 minutes straight trying to talk to me. And all I could see was his lips moving. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to put that out there so that you could, you could get a better feel of, of who this guy is. Poor guy. So we get a cable modem, you know, mind you, it's 128 down, right? Uh, but still, that was the uh, silver package was good at, at the, the time. time, right? Yeah, 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 heck yeah! But this 
I had gotten it right before we graduated. So this was like 1999. So you got to think, Doxus had just came out. And I was like in high school and I'm learning and I've always felt like this. So if you're around our age, like basically anybody that's under like what I would call like the baby boomer era, we've been growing up in the weirdest time. Like technology, just period, is the same age as you, right? Mm. And keep that in mind because it's still super young right now. So so if you think that it's too late to get into it, you are absolutely wrong. It's still a baby. Like just think about that. It's still a baby. Now is the time to do it. Anyway, Soapbox. Um, so I wanted to work there because I, I thought it was so cool that um, I was really into like video games. I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like my internet is like so fast. How the heck does this work? Like I have to know. And I, you know, Google's it's magical, not exactly. Right? It's magic. Like it's basic. Yeah, like, I, I still think that. Right, right. But but <laughs> to, to, to get to learn the magic, it's like. That's what I wanted. That's exactly me, what I wanted. Like, I don't understand how people figured it out. Like, it's hard enough Same. learning it. Like who oh created this out of the I don't out know, of thin dude. air? I don't know. I think it was the aliens, but anyway. Hey, I, no, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> right. Why? Only so, because I don't have an answer. So quick tangent. Why did people go to cable modems when they had T1s? Because it was cheaper? Because T1s were expensive, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Okay. They they were very expensive. Thousands and thousands. So uh, just to give you an example. So I, I uh, at the time, I was playing video games uh, professionally, uh, basically. So I was getting paid. Mm. And... We had a gaming center. Those are kind of like rest in peace at this point. But we had a gaming center that we always used to go to. And they had a, uh, a partial T1. And it was just a half T1, um, which is very, very slow. Like a T1 is 1.566 megs yeah. for those of you out there. So we're talking like 800K. This thing was thousands and thousands and wow. thousands of dollars for That's 800K, Andy. Like we're not even talking yeah. a meg, right? But it was everybody was in there was sharing it. And it was fast as heck. But it was the fastest thing at the time, right? It's all relative. But, but when the cable modems I, came out, they were super cheap. Blew it out of the water. Yeah, blew yeah. it out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So once it, it wasn't this. Yeah, it was Doxus is what everybody was waiting for. Right. right? Okay. So if you don't know what that is, Doxus is the the uh, the specification that says, hey, this is how you carry information like data over a cable system. It's, pr- it, it, it's very complicated, but the idea is simple. You know, hey, we're, we already got cables here. So why not use uh the bandwidth is already readily available. All we need is the technology to do it, um, which is the exact same reason why the cables that have been in your house for the last 30 years are probably the still ones that are there and they're functioning just fine at uh, a gig speed as they were at, you know, two meg in, in 2000. So they probably needed to be rewired. But so can whatever. we do a very brief history lesson and tell people why Comcast even exists? Do you remember? Because you used to teach the stuff. Wasn't it about the yeah, people no, in the valleys? Charter. So, and they, so they I did charter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it at charter. So, so check this out. So, so it's so it's cool because yeah you're you're exactly right. So there was uh, a broadcast right. So from a TV station, all the cities had this. It's just and they still do. Every like channel two, four, five, your ABCs, your NBCs, your Foxes out there, they uh, they broadcast. Now if you are in a geographical area that is like let's say out of range or lower or higher than let's say the frequency could travel, like just think in your head like Wi-Fi or cellular signal, right? If I get out of that range, I'm not going to be able to get anymore. So the problem was there was too many people that were outside of that little range. So some guy, I forget his name, some guy some like puts genius. a tower. <laughs> some, yeah, some genius. Some genius. He, he, was like, wait he, a minute. I'm going to run he, wires he, to all those houses. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, why not just run the wire from the thing to the house? And so he gets his own tower, right? And he receives the signal. He hmm. takes the received signal and, and pumps it via a wire to the house's here we go. Here's a cable system. Great. I mean, yes, that alone is genius, right? Yeah. And 
And now here we are with VoIP and all these other things. It's, crazy. it's, it's nuts. So your dad got That's the crazy. cable modem, and you're like, wait a minute. My dad got on? the cable. I had to. Fig- I had to figure it out, man. I was like, <laughs> I got. I got to do this. I got to do. It. So I did. Well, Long you know, story you short. know, he couldn't figure it out, so somebody had to, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, certainly, there wasn't a thing back then where you could just be like, Google it. So they were like, how old were you when Netscape this happened? It. Like, I, I you like high go, school. Oh, so and- I didn't. No, I didn't get that job until I was 23 because. But when did I you get the cable modem? Like, when did you get that? Like, oh my God, I got to do this. I was like 18 or so, 17. Uh, yeah, I graduated okay. when I was 17. So yeah, I was yeah. like 17. So around the time so, you'd be making kind of a life decision of, ah, what do I want to do? Right. You get right. a cable modem. It would have like, been perfect. What is this magic? And then you're like, how do I do this? Okay. That makes and sense. And Charter, they would not hire me. And it mm. was crazy. I, f- I come to find out that the shop I was applying at was a, was like the only union shop in, yeah. at, in Charter at the time. You'll so never get in, that's right? why. Right. And there, I was never going to get in. All okay. those guys had been there forever. So anyway, I, I eventually got the job. But once I got it, I treated it like such a prize because I had, I basically coveted it. No, like your story is so much different than mine because I, and I'm probably the only person on this planet that wanted to be the cable man, right? We, we talk about this all the time. Like, hey, what's your first step? I got all these certs. I got a college degree. I got nothing. I got whatever. Where am I going to go? Who's going to hire me? I'm going to tell you right now. The cable company is going to hire you, friend. Right. Look no further. And if you think that it won't get you to where you need to be, then we're living proof of that. Yeah. And and I, I'm not alone. You're not alone. Like I said, those people have reached out to us before. I, I'm just throwing it out there as a like a suggestion. You know, if if you think that there's no other alternative, and we we often talk talk about like the two different paths. I'm just here to say that like I had. A really good experience. It taught me a lot of things, if not anything, how to manage my time by myself. It be autonomous. Um, you know, I, I learned the city like the back of my hand. Mm. Uh, you know, um, I got to meet a ton of cool people. Like, I mean, you're interacting with people all day, every day. And this is me working at businesses and residential. Um, I, maybe I could go on and on and on. It was and, it like, was a great job. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think yeah. part of the reason why I always felt like, oh man, I'm a cable guy is because, and, and again, we talked about this in the last episode, I think, but my mom could have got me a job at Bell Telephone when I was 18, graduating college as a lineman, starting at 50 mm. grand a year. Oh man. Yeah. And That's I, money. <laughs> at 18? And I said, no, yeah. because I got to go to college because all my life people have been telling me how smart I am and how important it is to go to college because nobody in my uh. family had ever gone to college and I was going to be the one. So I went to college. Now- you know, it was not a great uh, years later, I wind up being a cable guy. But all the time I think in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, I could have done this 10 years ago at, at Bell. Yeah. And I did. Got it and over here with. I am. You know, I'm 30 doing it. I could have been 18. So I, it was more just, I think, my own decisions in life on why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I do what you did? Right. Like, why didn't I get out of high school and get a good job at the at a telco? So it was a great well, experience. Everything you just said, though, like the time management, yeah. the tech, the people I... Uh, yeah, it was it was such a good job, and everybody does say where to start and help desk. Dude, the cable guy would be would be a great spot. You know, it's think a, about it's it. It's a good think job about it. because because uh, here here's why here's why I'm suggested. I'm just gonna give a few little pointers because if you're thinking that eh, I don't want to climb a telephone pole, look, no one does. Okay, <laughs> you got to do the things <laughs> other people don't want to do, right? Like that's... that you do. That you do. Do you want to carry and, and, a ladder through three feet of snow to the to the pole. <laughs> uh, let's just say that if you try to tell someone you went back there and there's no footprints, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> We've all been guilty of that. Um, so, 
So the, the, some of the cool things that you're going to like come to learn, A, how ISPs work and how cable modems deliver signal from the head end. I mean, that's invaluable information. Imagine now going to a knock or, or the, like your job, like you're, you're basically like in charge of like WAN, like before yeah. when you're in charge of WAN, right? It's like, okay, so now like, let's say you, you run the WAN for uh, uh, Pizza Hut, right? I, I've got 60,000 Pizza Huts out there and I've got a cable modem at each one of those. And, but you know how it's delivered I and, do. you're, and, and you understand those things, right? Yeah. Uh, so be, most folks are out of touch when that comes like that. Cause you know, you could say stuff like, oh no, that I, I know I was getting like a, a gig upload on my, on my cable modem. I'm like, well, no, that's impossible. Right. It's cause you know, you know how that, like how it works. Cause you know how the technology works. So you, basically any knowledge you get is not going to hurt you unless no. you don't, unless you want it to. And, um, and I but, just remembered as you're talking, the first data center I was in was a, was a cable head end. Yeah. It was at work. So, you know, there, they, uh, they needed me to go down and check something. And I was like, whoa. I, yeah. Right. I've never been in a data center. Like, what is this stuff? Like, I wouldn't have had that experience if I wasn't one. a cable guy. Right. Like, yep. nobody was inviting yep. me into data centers. Nope. But then I got nope. that job nope. and I got to, I'm like, whoa. You get exposed to yeah, a lot, that, right? You get exposed to all that you do. technology and experience and time management. There's so many transferable skills that you can use in folks, like, another job. Folks, check this out. This, 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 is, this is crazy because they should be paying cable guys three times what they do. That's Hear why I was here. salty. That, you know, yeah. Because yeah. the Verizon I, I guys were making double what we were making. And, I'm, and I used to right. think, like, wow, all right. I'd be happy making six figures doing this job, you know? Right. But it wasn't. It's not... <laughs> Nah, no, nah, it's not the case. But free, but free cable, uh, hey, hey. We <laughs> also got to dig ditches. Um, so, I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't come out without its cons yeah. by any means. But I would say that the pros definitely out outweigh those because I think about all the times like, okay, so I at one point like uh, upgraded myself. I guess we'll say is like because uh, at the time Charter Business had just came out, so it was like 2006. Charter Business just came out. They're like, hey, we're gonna start serving businesses because we can because it's the same technology. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. So I got to go to businesses and troubleshoot on-prem why they were losing connectivity. I'm talking wireless devices. Uh, it's like the freaking dentist office. And then, then two hours later, uh, I'm at the sporting goods place. And then two hours after that, I'm at McDonald's helping them with their Wi-Fi. And then three hours after that, I'm on call in the middle of the night and I'm getting a call from our friends over at Pizza Hut that I just mentioned. And then right? sometimes so, you get the interface with their network guy. Uh-huh. That was pretty and, cool. Yep. Yeah. Hey, dude, I used to do this thing. This is so funny. So I, I, everybody's going to laugh at me for this, but uh, it's just humble beginnings, y'all. All right, back off. <laughs> I was I was young. I was young, okay? I thought I was hot stuff. Uh, what do you mean they, thought? You still think you're hot stuff, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of your charm, oh. man. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, so, so I thought I was hot stuff. So uh, I would call in and... Um, I would get like their slash. So you could order a slash 30, right? Like th that would be your usable public IP space, right? From, from the business section. So you'd be paying like 15 bucks a month and you get a slash 30 or you could get a slash 29. And I would always pride myself because the way we would do the numbering schemes is we would always have to, one of the IPs in a slash 30 would always get chewed up for the gateway, right? So it'd be the gateway of your, of your modem, your modem's IP address would be the one IP. So, so you were left with one. So slash 30 had one IP address. I always prided myself on knowing what the IP, what they would tell me the gateway and I would know the <laughs> plus one, <laughs> right? <laughs> Add one to the gateway. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
But that's that impresses thought, the hell out of your friends that you're working with. Like, damn, how'd he do that? I'm like, oh, that's a slash 30. <laughs> they would be like, oh, so I'm like, that's a slash 30. I had no idea what I was talking about, dude. Yeah. Zero. Zero. It's comical. But it's like, that's just it goes to show you like how little like I was being taught at the time about that. But also like the time period it was in, because I, I, I just want to make sure that, that everybody knows. Like if you get this job, like you'll be troubleshooting Wi-Fi. Like I'm talking like, hey, the baby monitor's going off, or you know, there's a microwave or something, and and stuff like this happens, right? People are trying to work from home, and all this stuff goes wrong. I mean, you learn so much. You get to solve problems, technical problems every day. So there, every day, there there was a there was a guy who. His his wireless went out every time his phone rang. Now I don't have to. Oh, me. I don't have to tell you what the problem was. But here's yep. the interesting part: ten techs were at his house before me. Yep. And nobody figured it out. And 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 Andy, you get to that point where it's like now because of the class, like an instructor like you, right? You were a teacher at one point. I mean, they teach you that stuff. And yeah, uh, wireless phones and the two point four gig. You know, they're in the same band, and if they happen to be on the yeah. same frequency and channel, but yeah. So because of that training and blah blah blah, I tested it. And I'm watching his modem and I call from my phone to his house. And as soon as his phone rings, I watch the modem drop. Duh. But but, t- but that, that was so like, I got it. You know, it was so cool. Dude. Like, I'm helping him. And, and 10 guys missed it. And, 10 guys. That's so crazy. So you're solving problems every day. You're solving puzzles. You're doing things. You know, it's, it, I, I think people in our field or people that want to be in our field, they kind of like that solving problems, figuring out how stuff works. And you get to do that all day at this job, which is really cool. And you sharpen those skills you got because you're doing it over and over again, right? Like, yeah, don't, I mean, don't you think that there's like a certain, um, this is like fresh in my mind because I just took one of those uh, little personality tests things, you know, uh, where it's like the le- the letters or whatever it gives you. Were you a sociopath? Uh, I was like, oh, dude, what? <laughs> just... Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of my favorite no, people no. are sociopaths. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I know. Um, well, I'm sorry. What no, but but I, I was thinking to myself, like, like, uh, do you think that there's like a a standard type of person that finds themselves wanting to be like in this field? Because yeah. there's there's a lot more stuff nowadays that that we are that we're connected to, like like technology wise, cell phones. You know, I mean, IoT. Everything is. I mean, your freaking thermostat is connected to the internet, right? So like there's so much more stuff that you're overexposed. You're almost like, I mean, I basically am in tech anyway, right? Because right. you're just saturated. So like, like it, I guess maybe like, what is the, what is the, the kicker? I mean, do you think it's like, we all just like to look, like to troubleshoot or we all just can't take no for an answer or we all just curious? Like, what is it? I think it's like, I mean, if you had to nail it down, if you just had to nail it down, like, yeah. like this is it. I think like, it's a couple what we things. All have in common. I can tell you that I was the only kid in my family that could program, again, I'm going to date myself here, but program a VCR recording. Same. Nobody could figure it out. And I was like Same. the family genius. That's why they all thought I was so smart and should go to college because I could program a VCR. <laughs> they didn't realize I was a buffoon. I could just. But I, wait a minute. I could read the manual, this comes, right? <laughs> yeah. This comes full circle, though. <laughs> Because you become the cable guy, and voila, we come out with something called the DVR, and now you're programming VCRs everywhere. But I can tell you that, yeah, as a kid, years before, I I liked figuring that stuff out. My stepdad had a reel-to-reel, again, dating myself through those old-school music things that played music, and it wasn't working and broke, and he let me take it apart and try to figure it out, and I almost killed myself electrocuting myself, but I I think I got it working, but... you know, there was, I always had that tactile, like, ooh, I want to figure out how stuff works. So, I mean, that job is perfect for somebody like that. I think that that comes with curiosity. 
you're not going to take mm-hmm. stuff apart or figure out a, how to program something if you're not curious about it. So to mm-hmm. me, I think curiosity is is key. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's almost as, as, as important as hustle. Like if you work hard and you're curious, <laughs> you can really succeed at what you're doing. But it, it's hard to nail down that specific you know, per personality type. I mean, I think anybody can do the job. We had, there was a type, oh, right? I agree. There was a type, but I mean, there was also women as an example and it's a hard physical job. And, and we had a woman right. in our shop and she was good. We had a ton. She we was carrying an 80 women. pound ladder and those 80 pound cable reels and up yep. in the attic. And, no problem. Yeah. So, you know, you don't just have to be this dude or a meathead or a guy who likes to take things apart. Like if, if you need a job and you like technical stuff and like me, you can't hack computer science classes in college it's right. it's another path into tech and and like we were we were talking about before it's once you're in that big company i mean think of the services they that they provide so oh. once your foot's in the door and if you work hard and you can hustle and network and try to i mean that's what happened for me right i got my ccna yeah. and got my foot in the knock i would not be a network engineer today if i wasn't a cable guy I, there, Same. there's no other way i would have gotten here because i couldn't Same. hack it you know, maybe in some alternate universe, somebody would tell me about help desk and I would get an A plus and go that route. But I doubt it. You know, I, I doubt it too. I didn't know what a network I, engineer I, was. I just wouldn't have. No. I, yeah, I didn't either. There weren't any of my family. I didn't know. But because I was a cable yeah. guy, we were putting devices on networks. We were testing the yep. network. We were, you know, we'd have to call in and have them check stuff. And like, you get yep. exposed. Like, oh, wait a minute. And, and I remember yep. reading articles too, like every year, whatever they'd say, like the average home has, you know, five network devices, five devices. and every yeah, year it right, doubles. Right. And I just remember seeing the exponential growth of networking, like, wow, oh. this could be a thing, right? Like, how do I, and then one of the linemen had his CCNA and he was telling me like, dude, you should look into, cause he saw me, I was always asking questions and I, you know, I was always bothering them and none of it would have happened if it wasn't a cable guy. It was such a great environment. So I, I don't mean to poo poo it when we talk about it, but. Um, it, well, it was a really well, good experience overall. Yeah, I think, you know, just in general, I I, I obviously would recommend it because I had a different experience. But there, you opened up a whole other part of it. We've talked about this on previous episodes. Like, I always use uh, the term uh, total compensation. Like, let's just call it what it is. You get free cable, yeah. folks. Okay. It's like so, 300 so bucks if a you month like of that, services. Yeah. I mean, so it's, if you like that. You know, yeah, I don't know if they still do that. I assume they do, but if they do, there you go. It was a nice yeah, benefit. Was free cable, it's a huge benefit. You got health, with the internet. You got 401k, you got vacation. Health. I mean, uh, tuition reimbursement. Yeah, you could go to college. You could go like. Yeah, I, I think a lot of employers now are doing um, not just uh, college reimbursement, but certificate program okay. reimbursement. They right? had that. So they had like, that tiered system too, where they actually pushed you to learn more so that you could get to the next tier and make more exactly. money. Exactly, like the CT, you know, right. three, four, five, and. So yeah. it's, it's even so you, in the culture to learn more and, and progress and, and continuously better. improve. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, they want to hire from within, right? They, you know, they want to, they, they want someone who's been in the field to be a leader of people in the field. And then they also want someone that was in the field that could sit in a knock and actually visualize what exactly is happening. Cause you and I can do that. Yeah. We, we could think about like, you're like, Oh no, no, th- this is a, uh, I don't know where this trench. I'm like, Oh, that, I know that trench it's, it, floods all the time anyway right like yeah or i know that i know that manhole it floods all the time. you know it's just like you know certain things about certain you know places. what's funny you said about being like the expert at the physical layer and, and as you mm-hmm. know we've talked about people love to beat me up on how home labs aren't helpful aren't worthless i'm a dinosaur stop telling people to do that so i mean to be fair you are a dinosaur <laughs> I, know, I know but i'm a t-rex i'm a t-rex bro <laughs> but it's the arms <laughs> <laughs> oh 
just just a couple weeks ago. I mean, here's why I think being an expert at the physical layer will serve you when you climb up the OSI stack uh, up the preach. Well, preach. So I we had to I had to get an FPC a card replaced in a, in a Juniper chassis at work, and the the DC ops person couldn't get it out. She 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 couldn't figure out how to unlock the. Th- now I have never done that in my life. I've never physically, right. but. I spent five years in the field working with physical stuff. So now I'm trying to get in her head and what she's seeing. I'm pulling up the schematic online so I can see it. And I'm asking her, okay, do you see this thing? And But I think if you've been in the field and you've worked at the physical layer, you can almost get into somebody's head. My DC ops remote person, I mm. was able to walk her through it. She couldn't get it out. And I walked her through it and, and she got it out. Now that's her job. She's my ops person. She's the physical layer expert. And she had a problem. But because, I could tell you, I work with people that just would have sat back and be like, I don't know, man, she can't do it. Oh, t- yes. A, a field guy, well, a field guy like, yo, give me a hammer. Come on, let's, we'll get it open. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's got to get done. Yeah, I, I think that's a can do attitude and you know, you can do yeah. together. I love that. Uh, yeah. I, I felt like at that point, you know, when I left there that also that everything was going to be easier after that. Because like all the bad stuff that we haven't talked about, you know, I say bad stuff, but it's really just uh, being a human. <laughs> it's you got to deal with the elements. Um, you're outside. Look, folks, tons of people work outside. There's nothing wrong with it. You aren't any less of a person because you do so. Working outside is not, like I hate how there's like a stigma behind working outside, and it's like, oh, do you want to dig ditches? Well, guess what? I did dig ditches, and I dug a ton of them. And guess what? They were the prettiest ditches <laughs> you've ever seen. When the weather because was when nice, I, I love being outside. Like six months oh, out yeah. of the year, I love, love, love working Same. outside. Early morning, I, sunrise. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful. When, I, when I'm sitting at my desk, eight, nine, ten hours a day here. I yearn for the days. I mean, Grace is Same. always greener, I guess, but I, no, I, I'm with I, you. I, I love working outside. Not so much all the digging and climbing and danger and, and, and stuff, but working outside yep. is to me just where it's at. Yeah. And uh, we all, I think people too, I always hear folks are always like, Oh, I'm like a hands-on learner or, you know, you mentioned it earlier, like you're like, I'm, t- I'm very tactile. Um, then that is your spot. Let yeah. me tell you folks. Yeah. Like, like even if you just did it for a little bit, you know, like just to be like, okay, well, that's not for me, right? But you know, I guarantee you, you're gonna learn something. Even if you just go through training, you're gonna learn something. The the one thing too is that there's so many people that go in there, and like I was saying, that my experience was that the people just didn't really last because I just didn't think they they liked it, right? They didn't get it, and and when you get good at something, it gets really easy, right? Yeah. Like so, once you learn how frequencies behave. And, and how things affect them and how attenuation works and things like that. It's like, the sky's the limit. You now can solve science, right? Like, <laughs> you're you're a freaking scientist. Like, I, I may look at the time, I, look, I'm like, I have tattoos. I, I'm a questionable looking dude at times. <laughs> I, get, I get it, okay? And I, I, I worked in downtown St. Louis and I, I kind of a sketchier area for as crime rates go um and look I, i'm not immune to to being harassed or even being stood up like like give me your money type stuff oh, like, wow really that stuff hap- uh. yeah that stuff happens man um but you know what I, I still wouldn't trade it because i learned from all that like to me that's customer service you were, <laughs> I, was like, I was just gonna your say money. that you know how you hear <laughs> yes, it all the sir. time like how soft skills are so important yeah. And all these network engineers, you know, like they, they always want you to be able to have soft skills and be able to work on a team. Nobody wants the super smart guy with all the certs who's a tool. Oh, agreed. Like, agreed. So working with seven to eight customers a day every day for years as a cable guy, 
you get you get right. really good at I mean you're not going to last long if you're giving every customer a hard time and they're calling and complaining about you right like <laughs> so I, it really really honed my soft skills and you know dealing with irate people and oh yeah it's it's very irate. valuable yeah <laughs> gosh let me tell you something I'd be irate folks man. 10 people came out Same. can't fix my internet like come on guys you know what I mean I'd be pissed and I'd empathize with them I would too. Like, yeah. and anytime somebody yelled at me, I completely empathized. Like, I never yelled back. I I got it. Yeah. I was like, I would be so heated right now too. Like, right. now I wouldn't be yelling at me. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that that's that's a big deal. Like, that's happened quite a few times to me. It's like, yeah, every time. I mean, that's happened to me, and it wasn't justified. And it's actually happened to me before, and I was a little weirded out because I was like, what is going on here? Um, it caught me off guard, almost like I was being punked. Yeah. Like, remember that show, Punk? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was happening to me. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Um, but yeah, I mean, like soft skills. Think about this: you're talking to, you're trying to help an old lady, like figure out how to program a show on a DVR. Those poor old like, ladies. Like you, you might, you might, you might think. I'm not trying to pick on old ladies, no, but, but you might think no. that like that is like like who would want to do that? But like, let me just tell you, when you can get her to figure out how to click on lifetime and record that movie and the light bulb goes off, you, you might as well be teaching someone um, what OSPF areas are, right? And then watching their light bulb. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it really is. But to your point, you know, you're talking to all walks of life and you're going into their house. It's one of the strangest things that you'll ever do. You go into someone's house, you're standing in their living room, in their safe spot, in their zone with all their stuff. And you're supposed to just like play it cool. Right? Cause look, folks don't expose yourself right now, but some of y'all have some weird stuff in your house. <laughs> like, and, and I know who you are and you're not hiding. Okay. You got some weird stuff. Okay. You're not normal. <laughs> you got some weird stuff. Are we going to tell any embarrassing cable guy stories, or is that go for it, bro? Scope? If you got one, go for it. Because because <laughs> I, I have several. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> go no, by all means. Uh, I guess we could. Like I, I've, I guess we could cut it out if it, if it doesn't. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I've screwed some stuff up in the past. Like, I, I'll tell you a story that we that we used to tell all the time. I don't know if it's true or not, but. It was like almost like an old wives' tale that got just like passed down through the cable guy generations. And this is, uh, I hope PETA's not listening. It's oh, not the no. intent of this, but no, no. So, so here's what happened. So basically, the point of the story is that you are not supposed to do any work on somebody's house if they're not home. I mean, that makes sense, mm. right? Like, hey, can I do this? Can I do that? Plus, I'm not responsible for anything you got going on in your house because something breaks. I don't want to be responsible for that. So. What happened is customer leaves. This happened to you all the time. You still broke the rules. I did it all the time. They'd be like, hey, I'm just going to run a store. I'll be back in like 10 minutes. Right. You're like, you know, you're on the ladder, like running the drop. You're like, uh, yeah. okay. Right. You know, I guess I'll stay. But um, so apparently guy is going to drill from the outside in into the house. Very typical thing. So he goes inside, you know, checks out where he's going to do it. Uh, it's the type of siding where you go from the outside in. Sometimes you go inside out. Just depends. So he goes from the outside in and he's drilling. And he can't break through. Finally gets through, pulls his drill bit out, and it's covered in blood. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah. So uh, this is not the problem. <laughs> this is why it's weird. This is not the problem. So here's what, here's what actually happened. So this cat was obviously in the house. The cat was in heat, right? So it's like trying to mate. And when the cat was in heat, it heard the vibrations, felt it, went over to the wall and pushed up against the wall. So so the dude drills into the cat, oh, right? This goes is an inside. Awful story. Does this have a happy ending? 
<laughs> Absolutely not. So do, <laughs> doesn't sound like it does. Oh uh, my hold on. God. Hold on. My story was just I used somebody's bathroom without asking. Dude, you went to the dark <laughs> oh, side. Come man. on, man. Come on, man. I used to do that all the time. No, so so he goes in, sees the cat. Oh, what? Oh, no. Okay, the first thing you should probably do in this scenario is wait for the owner to get home, be like, hey, I killed Fluffy. I'm <sighs> sorry. Here's the problem. The dude put it under the couch <laughs> and left. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. So the biggest problem is that they didn't find out <sighs> until it started smelling, <sighs> and they were like, what the heck? And yeah, lo and behold, dead cat under the couch. So no, no happy ending, but the point of the story is, A, if you're a person, don't leave the cable guy there alone. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. B, if you're the cable guy, don't do anything without the owner there. (laughs) You've been warned. Oh my god. So yeah, that I, now again, I don't know if that's true or not, and because again, the mo- the moral of the story is 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 like don't do stuff when somebody's not there. Which was is this just good, something they told one. you guys to scare you so that you didn't work in empty houses? Probably. I hope so. I feel bad for the kid. I, <laughs> I do too. Because guess what? I still did it. I still worked in houses. No, I didn't, I didn't kill any cats, but like, I mean, you used to see some weird stuff, right? I mean, like that's part of the job. I think that was cool. I thought that was the cool part about it. It's like same with like help desks, like. You know, they, we, there's all these shows on or, uh, on TV that's like Emergency 911. Remember all those shows? Yeah. They, they still do them. It's like, it's just reality TV of of like people at work. It's the weirdest thing to me. I never understood that. Like we, we, we work all day and then we come home and we turn on our TV to watch other people work. It's just like the, like if you get on the Discovery Channel, it's like nothing but guys like chopping down trees <laughs> and digging holes. Who wants to watch that? What? <laughs> What are you doing? You're watching this guy sweat his ass off. Is that fun for you? <laughs> like you, you had your office job. You just sat there drinking lattes all day, and you go sit on the couch and watch some dude, some lumberjack, chop down trees and almost lose a limb at your expense, just so you, just so you can laugh at it. Like, come on, man. Here's something it's people don't think about. You're 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 working on the road nine hours a day, right? Yeah. Where do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> You're drinking coffee all day. So so here here's my very quick story that we might cut because it might not be any good. But as you were talking about working in the Badlands, I was working on the main line out here where all the executives lived. Like Steve Burke, the NBC, like Oh God. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been in his house, right? So I was out with wow. just it's it's just the system I was in. No, you know. So I'm in this God knows, 10, 20, 50 million dollar house. I have no idea, but you know, I'm running my route and I'm there. It's I, I worked in the places where you would knock on the door and the servants would answer. There'd be like, four, oh yeah, yeah, there'd be like a staff of four or five people there. Just some right. people are cooking, some people are cleaning, some people are like working on the pool or whatever. So anyway, I get there and there's nobody to talk to, and they're just like, oh yeah, thing doesn't work, and you know, which is tough, right? Because you're there and you'd like the customers having the problem to walk you and show you and like, right, like what exactly is going on because I, you're just trying to diagnose. Yeah, I, yeah. I just got something on my ticket. I'm like, all right, I got to go check it out. So I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm 20 minutes into the job and man, my stomach starts rumbling. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Were you just sitting there and it just went, <laughs> it was like, you know, there was like, there was like some gurgling, man, and it wasn't like a, the, uh, you know, the, it was like, dude, you okay? <laughs> Well, yeah, so I'm by myself in this gigantic mansion. All the servants are, I shouldn't say servants, the people working there are doing what they do. And I'm in some yeah. wing of the house working on whatever I'm working on. Oh, and, wing. And, and the, gur- the gurgle happens that's like, <laughs> dude, I got 30 seconds to get somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, Time's a, like a bad gurgle. 
Now, I got a choice. I can go find all these people who work there and ask if I can use their bathroom, which is what you're supposed to do. But I got, right. I got the time, bro. Like, it's, but also, but also it's you're supposed to ask if you can use a bathroom. But like, what they really mean is like for number one. Well, right, you know, exactly. They're, they're, they're not talking about you just going, <laughs> just dropping. Like it's assumed it's number one, right? Like when somebody's working in your house, you don't, you, you hope that they took care of number two before they showed up at your ass. But I've been drinking oh, coffee all morning, and maybe I ate tacos the night before. I don't know. But anyway, here's where the story's going. So <laughs> tacos. I just, I'm panicked, and I'm just looking like. If I run into somebody, I'll ask. But as soon as I find a bathroom, it's on. So I'm down and I'm down in this ginormous mega basement of this mega mansion, and I find a bathroom, and I'm like, "Thank you, God." So do what I got to so do. Wait, did you blow the spot? You blew the spot up. Yeah, you blew it up. So, so I go to flush the toilet, <laughs> and it's it's not flushing. I'm like, "Oh no, no don't, oh, no. no, 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 no." So you now, have to pre-flush, dude. Everyone knows that. You got it, dude. Check I had first, thirty. Right? I had five seconds by the time I found okay. the bathroom. That's before fair. That's fair. I was gonna have to call a manager because it's an emergency. It was, you know, it was emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so now I'm like, oh no! Now the whole time I'm waiting for somebody to come looking for me because I've been gone a little while. So now I got the back yeah. of the toilet off and I'm trying to do some plumbing and I see what's off and I turn it on and it fills up. <laughs> so then I flush it. <laughs> Hold on, you have the entire toilet disassembled at this point. <laughs> well, just the back. Like you're in the bathroom. Ba- Hold on, you're in the bathroom. <laughs> I just want, I just want to paint the picture here. So the toilet bowl. <laughs> It's full of your feces. You've now dis- you've now disassembled the entire toilet because it doesn't okay. flush, <laughs> and you're in a full panic. So I find yeah. Oh so God. so you know we like to fix things, right? <laughs> so now I'm fixing a toilet, and and it very well very well may have been a Comcast executive's house. We'll never know. But so I finally oh get the toilet God. working. I go to flush it. Guess what happens? Yeah, clog. It's clogged. So Oof. so now. There's a new panic. Now, yeah, you need a plunger, bro. Now it smells like worse than a dead cat. There's a mm. there's a toilet full of awfulness, mm. and I can't get rid of it. So <laughs> so now I'm going through their garage and every closet I can find. Like there's gotta be a plunger in this billion dollar house. So anyway, that's kind of the end of my story. But oh I I found God. the plunger. I fixed it. Nobody you did. caught me and. Thank God. No I, one caught I, you. I fixed their internet and got out of there. But you know, dude, these, I had a I that's first of all. The reason why I think that story is so funny is because I, when I was training, like imagine this, okay, just describe that exact story that you just gave, except I'm shadowing you and I just see you bolt off and then I come to find you and it's you just opening the door laughing because it's just wafting out because you just devastated, you just devastated this bathroom and didn't tell anybody and, and and i was training and this dude this this guy was one of the funniest guys i swear to you I, like he could have been a stand-up comic like he was so wild but like he came out, <laughs> out of this bathroom and he goes God, like just i mean like this the neighbors could hear right, right? Yeah, yeah. this isn't a customer <laughs> yes yes let's be very clear about this customer is upstairs uh, and he is he just destroyed the bathroom and comes out like <laughs> it was like the uh, it was like a, a, a skit on that uh, original Kings of Comedy if you've ever seen that yeah. like you know with like uh, Steve Harvey and all those guys it, it was just like 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 a scene from that like it was so funny dude and I'm like I think I'm gonna like working here <laughs> and so I get into training finally and they're like no matter what you do 
do not use a customer's bathroom. And I'm thinking in my head, like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This guy just went bananas in this bathroom <laughs> on the watch. Like, I wonder what he does when I'm not around. There's only so many public bathrooms you can find on the road. Like, look, look, you know I'm going to embarrass mean? myself right now do? because I feel like, uh, I feel like it's good to be a little vulnerable. Yeah. I'll be honest. Okay. I have had the quote unquote bubble guts. Okay. <laughs> Like what you just described, it, the gurgle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it has a, a, an actual term. Uh, I think it's called uh, like, uh-oh. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but there was no bathroom. Oh. So so here I am. Were you in the woods? I was I was in an alley. <laughs> oh, no. And I was, I was putting my, I had my, I had my van parked in the alley. So I was like blocking the alley. <laughs> and uh, I was putting my ladder up on the pole and it hit me. <laughs> And I had 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. Look. I love there... that this episode has devolved into the poop <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Because what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, I know exactly where they got the phrase, when nature calls. Folks, this is what happens because... when you get two cable guys together talking about their cable. Like, yeah, yeah. It turns into poop. But it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Look at all these stories we have, <laughs> right? Like, 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 look I, look, I had to go and I had to figure it out. And let's just say that... You might as well call me MacGyver at this point because <laughs> I got it. I got it done. I got it figured out. But he, you want to hear some even weirder stuff? Did you go in the so, alley? I did. Behind your truck? I did. I did. <laughs> I sure did. And I lived to tell about it. I am right here in front of you talking about it. I'm still here. Uh, it's the first time I think I've told anybody that. But here's what's here's what's scary about that. Like this story is actually scary. The the closest bathroom to me was actually two blocks away. It was at a gas station. Again, a very, very, uh, I'll call it a desolate part of town because if you've ever been to St. Louis, it's, it's kind of a weird city because the city itself has a lot of just empty city blocks and then they'll have like condemned buildings and then they'll have like brand new houses. And then it's just, it's it's very spaced. That it's weird how it looks. Like Detroit's a very similar city. Um, <clears throat> so the nearest place that was like somewhat habitable for me to go to was two blocks away. As I was quote unquote doing the dirty i hear all these choppers like again not uncommon you know it's like the the it's the cops right they, they fly overhead tons of sirens mm. so i leave there and i'm driving I'm, and it's blocked the whole all the streets are blocked so i'm like what the heck i get to the next spot and i'm like what's going on down the street and the lady's like you didn't hear three guys shot a cop at the gas station oh damn the cop was going to the bathroom Right where I would have been. Wow. Three guys shot this cop, drove off. I mean, the cop died. They drove off. I don't know if they ever caught him or whatever. But like, like, boom, heart drop. Yeah. Like, because if I, like, it's an embarrassing story. Like me, like defecating in the alley. <laughs> but like, that was, listen to me when I say, like, that's where I was going to go. Yeah. Wow. That bathroom, that scares the hell out of me. Sure. To this day. Yeah. It's, it, that's, that's intense. Right. So, so, so. Which is why I always forget about the first part of the story. Like, Aaron, you were taking a crap in the alley. <laughs> but I'm but I'm like, hey, at least I didn't die. <laughs> okay. You know what else I was just cool. thinking too? I'll try to pull us away from poop. So another skill I learned there was sales <laughs> because they had this mm. program where I forget what we were upselling, but like HBO. Know, yeah, like well, they had different things, I yep. guess, right? It was like HBO and then I don't know, it might be like another set top box, but whatever, you know, you get like fifteen bucks for upselling. It was a lot of money. Yeah, like yeah. It, it added up, you know. And I'll tell you what, dude, I, I sold that I sold the heck out of those services that year or two when they when they enacted Same. that program. I'm like, hey, 
Yep. Let's let's you know let's let's bump it up. So here. so it's strange you mentioned that because because look at sales. Okay, so sales uh, salespeople always want to be in the best situation. Like, how do I approach this person? How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I like cold call? What's the best opening line? You know, like how do I warm up to somebody? How do you how do you speak to that? So what you just described is very very strange because you're going there and every time we showed up it there was a problem yeah. because we don't go anywhere unless there's a problem right. so this is important because you went there the whole reason you were there is because something was wrong and, and you were there to fix it and so they, and so they, and by they were default, unhappy <laughs> exactly exactly what i'm getting yeah, at yeah. so they were they were like man so somehow at the end of the service call you're upselling <laughs> i got them to spend more money <laughs> you got them to spend more money <laughs> this is genius. I, it's, it's not like you're extorting them. It's not like you were like, hey, next time get uh, cable maintenance. Remember that? It was like a plan you could buy for like 10 bucks a month. So if plan, I came to your SPP, house. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, uh, th- that's a whole nother thing. Like, hey, I could rewire your house or you could just pay this 10 bucks yeah. a month and then just get it, you know. But they were thrilled the at the end it. of that sale. They got HBO for half price for six months and they were yeah. they were thrilled. They called, pissed, and I fixed their problem and then they got you know, half price HBO for six months. Uh, and, and then I got a couple bucks. So there's just, there seems to be an endless so array many. of skills yeah. that you can learn, develop, you know, you know, you know, as a cable guy, I guess we shouldn't go on too long without saying, so like, you know, I, I think I've told my story enough times where, you know, cable guys, he's saying a knock and then, you know, I, I got my job here. So like, how did you, like, where would you be if you hadn't been a cable guy? Do you think that it helped you get to where you were. Let's take that help desk analogy. Like this was our foray yeah. into tech. Dude. How did you leverage I, it to I don't where know. you are? <clears throat> I don't know where I would be. If like, if I'm going to play like the alternate universe path, right? Like <clears throat> I, like it just, just made, you know, I always talk about like the decision points in the day. If I would have yeah. zigged when I wanted to zag just at one point, like right there, especially dude, I do not know. Right. Because what happened to me when I got that job is I enjoyed it and I realized that you can be happy at work. Because up until that point, I just had crap jobs like you know you guys were talking about on the last yeah, episode. It's like, yeah. we've all had those, right? So I just thought that that was the way it, were, it was, right? Like you were 65 and you retire and you just deal with that crap for your whole life, you right. know? It is what it is. Right. And, and, and you can, like that. that's definitely a way to go. Uh, I really don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I have very, very rarely in my life ever had any sort of direction because the thought of having a direction scares the hell out of me. Mm. So like when we were doing our goals episode and you know, I always come on, I'm like the dark horse or whatever. Well, that's part of my personality. Number one, but, (laughs) but number two, like it's true. I I don't really, because I don't, I don't get excited uh, when I complete things. I don't get happy when I complete things. Like I don't get like a a sense of relief when I complete things. I don't have any of that. Like it just doesn't happen to me. It's the human condition. I think a little bit, we're always striving for something and we get it. And it's like, that was it. And then it's the yeah. next, and then it's the next thing, right? Like we're constantly yeah, chasing like, something that doesn't fill whatever that is, right? So, so like if you just have a CCNA or something, like let's celebrate that. Like yeah. stop and stop and give yourself some gratitude. If you're having a rough time, like getting getting after the CCMP, and it's just bogging you down, just glance over at your CCNA book. I know it's sitting right next to you. Take a look at it. Don't open it. Just know that you read that whole thing. And you got that certification. And at one point, you didn't know a single thing that was in that book. Yeah. Right? And so maybe that's something you should think about before you go to bed. Right. I got a CCNA. And at one point, I did not. And I wanted to be that guy or girl. And I am now that guy or girl. I can't believe how much I've learned since I was cleaning grease traps. Dude, same. Like, it just, it, it, it boggles. Exponential. Yeah, it, it boggles my mind. Like, you hit, you hit it on the head. And we'll probably talk about this in a different episode. But like, you know, if you can be grateful... <laughs> 
you will yeah. you will have a good life. You you can have it. Oh my god! You can have a crappy job and be behind on your bills, but if you're alive yeah. and you're not sick and you have loved ones and blah 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 blah. I know it sounds kind of like cheesy or sappy or whatever, but it's I, not cheesy. I, I, There's I a, a happy, problem. With I was it. a happy cable guy for a long time. It was same the best job I had had to date, and I was making a good living, and I was able to buy stuff, and I was proud of you yep. know of what I did. You know what I mean? It was I was helping people every day, and I. I took pride in that. I love that people couldn't solve stuff and I go out and find it. And I give people yeah. my cell number. Like there's, yeah. there's people that were mad and I'm the 10th guy out. I'm like, listen, you have my word. I'm going to fix it. And if I miss yeah. it, you have my number. Give me a call. I'll be back. And that kind of seemed to, but they're just all those little things that you learn. You know, like how am right. I, I going to be good at this? But gratitude, I don't know. You just said gratitude and you, you caught my attention. No, I did. And honestly, I, I could I could go on for hours yeah. about gratitude because like I, I'm guilty of it too, right? And look, guys, I'll, I'll here here's something that I want to explain to you. Before I got that job at the cable company because they wouldn't hire me, I was 20. I was 19 and 20. I wasn't even able to drink yet. Uh, I was doing layer one type stuff. So I was running cables in hospitals like uh, Cat5 cables because guess what, folks? At one point, Cat5 wasn't everywhere. <laughs> um, so I was like running these cables. And at the time I was traveling, I was only 19 and 20 and I was working with one other guy and he's a very old school cat. Um, something that uh, like toxic masculinity comes into to play here. And I, I think that's a huge problem because um, I'm guilty of it myself. And uh, basically, I, I, I felt like I wasn't cutting it. I was exhausted. Um, I was working like 20 hours a day. Like, I'm not joking, mm. 20. Yeah. And that means all night. And I'm climbing up and down this ladder on these cables. And I was so exhausted. And I thought basically that was my life. And I was like, this sucks. And you know, when all that kind of hits you, like sometimes you just break. Yeah. And and I broke. Uh, I went into a small corner of the hospital that, and again, this is gonna, this is gonna date me. Um, it, it, there was a bank of telephones, <laughs> pay phones there. There's like three or four telephones there in a bank. Um, that's what they call it, folks, okay? They call it a telephone bank. It's a bank of phones when there's more than one of them. Okay. <laughs> there's there's list, there's young listeners who don't know what a telephone is. You whippersnappers. Like, what do you mean? An, Listen, I, an iPhone? Whip- is that what you mean? <laughs> you ever dialed 10, 10, 3, 2, 1 to have your mom come pick you up from detention? Okay. So so I go to this like little dark corner of the hospital. Nobody was there. I pick up the telephone. I call 1-800-COLLECT, the only phone number that I can remember, which is my parents. Mm. My mom answered. And I cried for probably 15 minutes. Eh. Why? No idea. But what I will say, it's okay to do that. I, I, I was preventing myself from feeling that, from like letting it out, all of that. And it was powerful because like you have to, okay? You, you, you have to listen to like what's happening up top. Like, like we're so logical in this business. Like everything is, is, is one or a zero, right? It's, it's a lot. It's, that's why we like it so much is because we can follow the rules and science tells us the way things are, but there are things that are happening in your life and in your head that you can't control. And so you have to, you have to be a part of that too. And just make sure that, that if you're feeling something, you let it out, you know, talk to someone, do what you got to do. Guys are especially. We're going to save a lot of that for, for, for I think, a, uh, we're going to yeah, have yeah. to have an intense conversation about that. But I just want to kind of. We got a really good episode. Put that out there. On that one. That's, I think yeah, guys I, are guilty of that too, right? Because like. 100%. I don't know about you. It was like, you know, man up, be a man. Like there was a lot of that stuff growing up. And you're it just. Sucks. Suppo- yeah, it sucks. It sucks. 
it's kind of some socialization, I guess, but you know, like just suck it up, you know, swallow hard, do what you got to do, be a man. And dude, that all builds up and it doesn't really make you a great person. You know, you, no, you, it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. It, it, in fact, it being, does the opposite. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can't bottle all that crap up. You know, you, no. you, you calling home and getting that crap out was a pressure relief valve. If you hadn't have done that, you know, cause you were in an awful situation. You were working like a dog and it was terrible. And yeah, it's probably not exactly how you saw your life playing out at the time. No, you know, like, no, no. But when you think about it, like, okay, so we talk about imposter syndrome all the time. Right. But it's like, uh, don't you get imposter syndrome when you're sad about that? Here I am. Here I am sad that I have the opportunity to make so much money when so many people don't have that opportunity. Right. How dare I have the right to be sad? Right. But but it's okay, dude. Everybody is different, and and that's okay. You cannot compare yourself to somebody else, right? Nah. Like like look at look at celebrities and stuff. Like they have a hard time, right? Uh, we we just don't know what they're going through. So. Look, if you get anything from this, get these two things. <laughs> I'm somehow going to narrow this down. Yeah, to he's going to do the knowledge. magic. Here I'm go. just going to make a list. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to narrow it down to a certain number. I'm just going to make a list. Number one, it's totally cool to cry. And you heard that from me. And so if, if you want to even message me or, or say that, hey, man, I'm glad you said that. I appreciate it. Uh, I was waiting for someone to say it was cool to cry or if I just look like the type of cat that just never does that, guess what? You're wrong. I do. Um, number two, please, by all means, be a cable guy or gal. It'll be worth it. I promise. Listen to the cool stories we have. And, and I was not in the field for that long. I mean, maybe five years total. That's, you know? that's a long time. So, <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, I paid my dues. You paid your dues. But You're good. I paid my dues. Um, and then the, the last thing that popped into my head was... Uh, just don't crap in a stranger's house <laughs> without flushing the toilet first. If you do, yeah, make sure the toilet works, man. Okay. Is that is that considered a courtesy flush? Like to yourself? Like I'm it's a courtesy like I'm I'm checking beforehand. It wouldn't have made a difference because I, I didn't have any time left to find another yeah. place. Like it was but but yeah, I you know, <laughs> you do what you gotta do in an emergency. Uh, you know what's funny I, I, when you're panicking and you get tunnel vision and you got to like do something quickly like the thought never occurred to me that this toilet in this 10 million dollar house wouldn't work like why wouldn't, wouldn't work, the toilet right. work was it made of gold it should have been i mean because of the kind of place <laughs> it was i mean when i say wings aaron this is one of those places with like 22 sets in the house like right right like you got 22 yeah. tvs in here like really yeah and yeah. you can't get enough signal I worked in Ed Snyder's house, the owner of the Flyers. He had a tap in his basement, an eight-port tap. Yep. You Neil bet? Smith used to have one. Isn't that crazy? Like the stuff yep. you see out in the street that the whole neighborhood's fed with. You got enough pull, Dude, his, run that right in your house. <laughs> yeah. His modems and uh, his MTA used to be like uh, the alarm for his MTA would go off in like our tier three knock. <laughs> like oh, his kid unplugged it. Like. <laughs> People who got, say like, money fire doesn't buy happiness are broke. You know what I mean? You're right. <laughs> That's what broke people tell themselves to feel better, myself yeah, included. But ple- you plebeians. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just buy a gold toilet doesn't flush. That's a moral story. Well, hopefully we help some I, people. I mean, it's another path yeah. in the tech. You're you're Mr. You know, fancy sales engineer guy. I, I got a pretty good network engineering job, but we got our start as cable guys, and I don't know if either one of us would be where we are, you know, without those jobs and those experiences. So. Yep. And, and hit us up too. We love uh, me and him, especially do not, please do not bother AJ or Dan with anything cable guy related because they do not care. They get upset. Uh, 
Yeah, that's us. So if you're feeling like, hey, I was a cable guy, or maybe you are a cable guy right now, and you're just like randomly stumbled upon this, holler at us. Or even if you're looking for a new job, holler at us. We love hearing stories. I love hearing the stories of, of folks like making it or or even like hearing this and realizing that they aren't alone because they feel like they're surrounded by folks in the field that, that aren't going anywhere. You're not alone. You, you could, And also there's nothing wrong with staying there because you can get really, really good at it. And when you get really, really good at it, it gets really, really, really easy. Yeah. And let me throw that. You know, let me throw that in there before we're over. <clears throat> before we're done, is yeah. Everybody yeah. I was surrounded with, with the exception of the two people that I mentioned, the lineman and the guy who was gone for a CCNA. Every single one of my peers told me I was wasting my time studying for the CCNA. It wasn't going to amount to anything, and I'm never going to be a network engineer. Every one mm. of those people are still there, climbing ladders, pulling cable, mm. and I'm running stuff at a pretty big global company. So you know. You, you gotta, I mean, that's why I love this community. It's why I love this podcast, the discord server. Like yep. you can be surrounded by people who don't believe in your vision or believe that you can make it just because they can't make a change in their life. Boom. They are not going to endorse. Project. Yeah. They're not going to endorse you going to do that. And and I really they wish. Project. Yeah. I really wish this community and this podcast and you guys were around at the time because I was surrounded by people who said you're wasting your time. And I just. Me too. You know, I, I didn't know if I was, but I believe that, you know, there's a better life out there and that I, I thought I could do it. So, you know, surround yourself with yeah. the right people, I guess what I'm trying to say. And if people are telling right, you you right. can't do it, if, you, if you're a cable guy or you're whatever and you want to get a CCNA and you got people telling you you can't, it's a waste of time. They told me that and it wasn't. It was a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that is very well said. And I'm worth. actually not even going to put a cap on that because <laughs> you did it so well, sir. Sweet. Uh, thank you for listening to your two favorite cable guys because we're my two favorite cable guys uh i I actually know a couple cable guys that are pretty cool um but thanks for listening to our rant hope you got something out of this um please if you haven't already just hit the subscribe button um we got some cool stuff coming out for the rest of this year uh please stay tuned we got some really cool guests um i'm gonna be giving out i think me and Andy and the rest of the clan here, we're going to start giving out like a little bit more book recommendations. I feel like because uh, our make it stick recommendation is, is kind of going nuts right now. And for good reason, I mean, it's a great book. So I think we're going to try to do a little bit more. At least I will uh, just kind of share what I'm reading if, if anyone's interested. And so we can, we can all share in the, the collective mind. Um, but thanks for listening to us. Y'all later. See ya. Hey everyone, this is AJ. If you like what you heard today, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Smash that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of NetEng. That's Art of N-E-T-E-N-G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com where we post all of our show notes. You can read blog articles from the co-hosts and guests and also a lot more news and info from the networking world. Thanks for listening.